Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More pages of classified documents are discovered at President Joe Biden's Delaware home here. The announcement comes after Biden's attorneys searched a room near his garage, bringing the total number of pages discovered this week to about six. ABC's Derek Dennis has a response from lawmakers this morning. The White House has disclosed five more classified pages were found at President Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware. White House lawyer Richard Sauber says that discovery was made Thursday after Biden's lawyers searched a room next to his garage. The lawyers noticed a document that contained at least one classified page. Because they did not have security clearances, they suspended their search and voluntarily notified the Justice Department. In a statement, Sauber adding, quote, while I was transferring it to the DOJ officials who accompanied me, five additional pages with classification markings were discovered among the material with it for a total of six pages. The DOJ officials with me immediately took possession of them. The discovery the same day Attorney General Merrick Garland announced a special counsel would look into President Biden's handling of classified materials after he left the Obama administration. This appointment underscores for the public the department's commitment to both independence and accountability. The political firestorm over the documents overshadowing President Biden's agenda last week, raising questions about whether more would be found. Are you in November, the Biden team notified the DOJ of about 10 classified documents found at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. More than a month later, President Biden's lawyers located additional documents at his home. And just this week, the DOJ said the president's lawyers found one more document also at the home. Any questions that you we may have about the review, about the process, I would refer you to the Department of Justice. Meantime, House Republicans, who expressed little interest in investigating former President Trump's handling of classified documents, have now launched their own probes. They're demanding answers from the White House and the DOJ. Derek Dennis, ABC News, New York. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life? It's an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Control the old
Wayne Dupree Program. And I forget to do stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's a Monday, uh, Monday, January 16th. Happy to have you here. Uh, for those of you that are watching, uh, uh, today is, uh, I guess, um, this is Martin Luther King's um, birthday. MLK Day, yeah. So uh, I got something to say about that just in a few seconds. If, if um, y'all are listening on spaces let me know if you can hear um i'm testing that out today i'm um i put something in it doesn't look like it's working though so they're in and out i don't know if they can hear it but um either way i'll i'll keep on testing it and um if if i can really if i can set this up then we'll be able to take um some um voices we'll be able to take some of your comments through um, spaces. So let me introduce uh, the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. What's up, Hutch? Hello, fellas. Hello, everybody in the audience. Ready for a, a jam-packed week. This is an important week in American politics. And let me introduce Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday, everybody. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. And Hutch hit the nail on the head. Oh, my God. I wish we had a five-hour show. There's just so much going on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Real quick, let me let me say something about the Martin Luther King uh, Day. This this day, um, there's a lot of people out there that are quoting Dr. Martin Luther King, especially our political uh, our political our, our politicians, the people in the media. We even have some people on, on social media uh, quoting Dr. King and 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 doing all this stuff. Uh, I've been thinking about this for years, but um, it really came up again last night uh, when I was thinking about it. If you don't believe in what the man says, don't quote the man. Oh, well said. Don't quote the man. Boom. Because there are so many people that are that are out there that that quote him, and first off, they don't know what he means. Okay, um, for the for the time that he went through of, of what he had to say and uh, what he had to go through and stuff, there's a whole lot of people out there that don't understand what he went through. And, and and yeah, yeah, they they know he gave his life, but they don't realize what he gave up. He gave up his life for a political cause that he really didn't even want to do. To tell you the truth, he really didn't want to do it. They volunteered him into doing it. Uh, but uh, to see uh, and and you know, I mean, I can go after uh, Joe Biden uh, standing in the pulpit yesterday in a church, not being ordained. Uh, doesn't look like he has the spirit of God in him. Uh, not, I mean, and you know, I'm not going to question whether he's saved, sanctified, if he were the Holy Ghost, but he sure got a whole lot of devil in him, I'll tell you that. And he's standing in the pulpit. He's supposed to be delivering a sermon. And, 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 and today I've seen some people on both sides get out there and talk about, yeah, um, we need peace. We 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 need to learn to love each other and stuff like that. And, and then tomorrow you're gonna to be tearing each other down. If you don't if if you don't believe in what Dr. Martin Luther King said, don't quote his stuff. Because you cheapen what he says. You know, somebody told me this, and I thought to both of you, somebody told me this a long time ago. They were like, you know how people call him Dr. Martin Luther King? 
rarely do they give him the reverend. Right. R rarely do they speak to the spiritual side. They, I mean, they push that side and just call him Dr. Martin Luther King. They, they rarely ever speak to the reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was listening to, to, um, to what's his name, to Biden yesterday. And, um, he said, yeah, uh, Dr. Martin King started everything and everything's about the church. No, he didn't. It was starting by Vernon Johns. Vernon Johns was before Dr. Martin. Vernon Johns was a whole lot more radical than Dr. Martin Luther King. In that same church. You're right about the church. You're wrong about the man. So, uh, again, I, I mean, it's just, it's just watching people just put that stuff on there. And they don't, I mean, he was talking about, I mean, his dream was for everybody to be sitting down at the table of brotherhood and stuff. And sometimes when you hear me talk about listening to the other side and, and having I'm not channeling Dr. Martin Luther King, but it's just how I was brought up. Because I believe that there are ways that we can talk, but we don't have to agree on everything. We don't. I mean, I <laughs> during a football game last night, somebody asked me, did I believe in the trans this and trans that? And I'm like, listen, I ain't into it. And I'm telling you because you asked me. I didn't volunteer it. You asked me. But if that's the way you want to live your life, that's the way that you want to live your life. But I ain't into it. I, I, it's just what I believe. And it's going to be short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, this, 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 um, uh, pandering, I, and rarely do I ever use that word, but um, the pandering using that man's name and his wife's name, sitting them there in, in that pulpit yesterday, man, I got hot as a gasket. <laughs> I got hot as a gasket. They were like, um, the news people were like, he's getting ready to deliver a sermon, but no, he ain't either. No, he not. He, he can't speak to the scriptures like that. Ah, okay. I think you touched on the real tragedy of the Martin Luther King thing, and in my opinion, is he was really pushing forth Judeo-Christian values, which was the foundation of our country. And he talked about equality, and I mean, it all, almost all his teachings go back to the Bible. And by framing him as Dr. Martin Luther King, they're trying to tie him to the authority rather than to God, which is, I mean from what I've seen of Martin Luther King stuff and everything I've read or, or watched about him. I mean, it was all, it was all, let's just live the teachings of the Bible and life will be great for everybody. I really don't know that much about Martin Luther King, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. I was like seven years old when this was going on. I've heard what other people say about him and I've seen video clips of him, but I think the, the most tragic thing to me um, when I think about this is, Think about the day after Martin Luther King was murdered and fast forward to today. Are we better off or worse off? Yep. You know, I mean, when you look at the slavery to drugs, to government, um, to ideology, self-destructive ideology, and it doesn't, it's not just black people. Right. It, it's everybody that's in that economic strata. And there's a hell of a lot of white people in that strata too. Mm -hmm. And when you look at 
his words that I know, the especially the the content of the character idea, that's gone, man. It's it's nowhere near any. It's it's not in American psyche anymore. Right. And it's sad. It really is. I, I think a a good use of reflection would be how can we fix this? Man, why this doesn't have to be this way? Yeah. I was reading a thing called "We're All Chicago Now." Do you know that Chicago has thirty six thousand employees? That's thirty. Most of them making six figure incomes. That's thirty six thousand guaranteed votes. There hasn't been a Democrat running Chicago since nineteen twenty seven. And look yep. at Chicago. Look at the humanity in that city. That's a divided city right there. You know, it's just, I don't know. That, that's, that's what I think of. I think, you know, you look back in the Martin Luther King era and you look at Detroit City and it was the biggest black middle class in the world. I mean, two cars in the driveway, home ownership, and then right when that era came in the late 60s, it all disappeared. I don't know. That's that's the way. I I don't I don't mean to make bring bring sadness on a day like this, but that's just what was going through my mind. Hey Rob, uh, Rob in the um, Rob in the spaces. I am I'm also testing today's show out to see if I can get some audio. Uh, are you there? Wayne's going next level here. I'm trying. Okay. I heard something in the background there. It's low. Okay, Rob. I, um, I don't think anything is going to happen to Biden. You don't think anything's going to happen to Biden? I think that the only thing that's going to happen, he is going to be impeached. And he's going to go on his merry way. I had to disagree. I think they're. I think they're out to get him. I think they're out. To, what do you think? I mean, this. This. You even got Adam Schiff now coming out, and I think this is the second coup. I was going to say we we should almost give an overview of all the twists and turns of this story because there are so many <laughs> angles this thing's going down. But it's funny up until yesterday. I, I was with you guys where like like or the the listener who said nothing's gonna happen they're just gonna let Biden skate. Adam Schiff though is the cleanup guy. He's the mop up guy for the Democratic Party, and he came out on Fox News saying we need to investigate Joe Biden. I think that's a kiss of, kiss of death. The next week or two, John Brennan's gonna come out and say, oh yeah, this is bad, and then Bob Woodward's gonna call it worse than Watergate, and then Joe Biden is going to. Uh, is going to retire after, uh, but it'll be after January 20th, because after January 20th, Kamala Harris could still run for two terms. And for anybody saying Kamala Harris could never be elected president, we never thought Joe Biden would be elected president. I don't think they're going to let Kamala Harris. What's your take on that, um, Rob? Right. Okay. She was just speaking just a while ago. I don't know whether she can hear us. So. Um, but, you know, y'all talk about Schiff and you talk about um, uh, uh, 
AOC even came out and said the same thing too. Uh, you, I mean, you really, you really have to think about uh, who, who this is coming from. Because first off, the 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 um, the lawyers are doing all this talking, which means that they are controlling the narrative. When you hear when you hear the regular media talk about, uh, well, he's cooperating. Ah, eh, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Hold on. When you say he's cooperating, that's the narrative that you want to put out. You're talking about finding uh, documents in four locations now. Really? And you keep on finding them. It's almost like a Me Too document movement. I mean, you know, the documents are coming out. Hey, he got me too. He got me too. He got me too. He got me too. You know, it's like this. This is crazy. It's crazy in that fact. But then you'll be like, okay. Somebody, somebody is setting this boy up. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. It's, you got the House Counsel, who's yeah. no longer the House Counsel, who is back in private practice at the Penn Biden Building, going through documents when he's not even the House Counsel anymore. I mean, it, this is a, this is a, this is a second coup. We should not allow these people to be able to do this. This is the second sitting president that yeah. they're taking out. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Hank Johnson was right. And half of those documents were planted. What well, yeah. you know, and it's funny. I started he at can't the beginning. Remember. He right. can't remember what they are. So I mean, you know, hey, this classified. Oh, rip, uh, oh, uh, sorry. You know. Well, I said at the beginning, I wish we had a five-hour show because there are so many layers to this story that's phenomenal. I mean, the house that Joe Biden is finding the documents in the garage and in the bathroom and in the kitchen hunter Biden. i mean broke on way uh hunter biden claimed that he was paying fifty thousand dollars a month rent on that property oh by the way i checked joe biden's tax return in 2018 joe biden never claimed uh rental income on that so i mean it's crazy. i would just i would just warn that and, and because this has happened to us so many times this is a distraction. It is. There are real things that matter right. that are happening right now. One is World War Three. Yeah. Another one is the ATF just banned millions of rifles that people have. Another thing is on Thursday, the debt ceiling is going to be hit. Debt, yeah. So they get us all frizzled up about this, and Kevin McCarthy gets to sneak a debt ceiling uh, increase in there while we're paying attention to documents that we know aren't even... I mean, he's being punked. Ladies he is being, he's being punked. punked. So are into we. A, um, agreed to. I mean, and actually, they do that to every Republican. They do. They do that to every Republican um, if they're in charge. They do that to every Republican leadership. They punk them into. Well, <laughs> it's always been done like this. Yep. It's always been done like this. You got to accept it. You got to accept the debt being raised up because. Uh, Social Security checks won't be able yeah. to go out. Military, and, the military got to get that oh, yeah. break. Yeah. Well, yeah, and to, to explain to everybody what's happening, we have a credit card as a country. It's called the debt ceiling. That's our credit limit. And Janet Yellen came out on Friday and said we're going to hit our credit limit on Thursday. So as of Thursday, we have no more spending the country can do. So the House is going to be working this week to vote to see if they can raise the debt ceiling. 
And I got to say, with as good as we felt with what Kevin McCarthy's done so far, this, this is, is his first. All the stuff he's done is yap, yap, yap. He hasn't yeah, yeah, done yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And even like the IRS agency passed or saying he'd release the footage, like he hasn't done anything. No. The, the IRS agents are already funded with the omnibus bill, so it's he can't problem. undo that. Yeah. So this debt ceiling, you got to pay attention to because that's the first time he can actually do something. And you got to watch. You got to watch these people. Yep. Because we've got like 21 people on our side. Mm-hmm. And everybody else on both sides of the aisle is against us. Yep. Yeah. Both sides of the aisle. All the entire media. Entire Hollywood. Entire educations. Everything. Yeah. These guys need to stand strong. You need to pray for these people. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, Matt Gates, boy, it's amazing that that guy was able to do what he did. He needs more credit. You talk, said, Speaking about credit, you talked about the, um, we're almost at the top of the limit. Most... Ladies and gentlemen, most times you know, if you are at the top of your limit, you call the bank to, to get more money, they're going to say no. Yes. They're going to tell you no because you're too high. You're a risk. You're too high. It's, it's, it's happened to me before. And and then, you know, you find yourself, okay, well, I, I got to find money from somewhere else to pay this. To, you know, why not? They are at the... the um, I heard I heard before we joined on the show, they're like, this isn't for future spending. This is for past spending. Well, you look what they just did with the omnibus. Yeah. Man, they are setting this country up to fail. Nobody told them to pass that omnibus. And now all of a sudden next year they're gonna come and say, Well, guess what? We passed that omnibus last year, so we gotta we gotta increase it. They don't have to do it. They don't have to do it. Cut spending. Cut. I mean, it's almost like y'all are allergic. I'm talking about the politics. They are. Y'all are allergic to cutting the spending. Look at you the definition of cutting spending was for the last 20 years. The definition of cutting spending. We're going to have a $2 million pay cut or, 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 or cut in spending. That means we're going to a 20% cut in spending. That means with the omnibus bill, the way the omnibus bill works, is however much it cost last year, you add 10% to that and send it forward, everybody gets the same amount plus 10%. Correct. Cutting 5% is cutting 5% of that 10%. We're never going backwards. We're, we're still spending more. We're just spending less more. Right. And, and, and Paul Ryan sat right in front of your face and lied to you about that. And, and they, you know, this is their cash cow. Their whole job is to steal from you. That's the only reason they're there. Right. Well, and it's it's funny, like Wayne said, with the distraction of these documents. So all the news media reporting on the documents is Trump took them, Biden took them. What are we going to do about it? I got to say, there's like eight stories that should be coming out from these documents. Do some searches on that Biden Penn Center. Joe Biden was getting paid a million dollars a year to teach a class at the University of Pennsylvania where they found these documents. That building was funded by 55 millions from the Chinese Communist Party. It is promulgating the liberal finance or liberal international order. Search that organization to see what that's all about. In this building that the documents were in, it is a low security office building. Cleaning staff in and out, 
It, it was uh, you could host a wedding there for God's sakes. And so it, it, Joe and his business partners and Hunter had a key to the office. I mean, just like so did Anthony Blinken. This is Anthony not just Blinken. Biden. I'd like to see him take the State Department down too, because the oh, State yeah. Department's worse than the executive branch. Yeah, so when, when everybody's getting distracted about, like, oh, could Trump declassify the documents or whatnot, like, a little bit of that smokescreen. Like, the fact of the matter is just, like, where the first set of documents was discovered should be front-page news. If we had a real media, they would be researching this stuff, and it's crazy. The sad part is if we would have had a real media, we would have never had Joe Biden because we'd have never had Obama. Right. You know, you, you look at, I, I heard a description. You remember during the Clinton years and, and, and even afterwards during the, the Trump campaign, the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton yep. Foundation, you know, the one that the one that Newsmax donated to. Right. Uh, it's this big thing where it was reaching out to all these foreigners. All of our enemies were enriching the Clintons. I heard that the Penn Biden building and the Penn Biden Foundation is the same as the Clinton Global Initiative without the need to raise funds it because is. the Chinese fully funded it. Right. You say a million dollars. It was it was sixteen million dollars, and then the next year he announced for president it went up to fifty million. Then it went up to sixty-two million. This is an ongoing thing. Real quick. Oh yeah, no. Um, Joe Biden was paid a million dollars a year to be a faculty member at the University of Pennsylvania and never went there. He Real never quick. even spoke in a class right. that I can find. A million Real bucks quick. here. That's just money laundering. Real quick, those that are in the, the spaces right now, if you can hear, uh, raise your hand if you can hear what we're speaking about right now. I had it on the wrong channel um, earlier, but if you can hear, if anybody can hear, because uh, I, I see a couple of people in there right now, if um, you can raise your hand, let me, let me know that you can hear. Uh, that would really help out. But um, we're talking about um, the situation with the Biden classified um, thing. Many, many people, and I'm on board, many people believe that this is a setup. Somebody is setting him up to make sure that he cannot, will not run in 2024. And I mean, honestly, I don't feel bad for him because I really don't want him to run in 24. However, if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to him. They can do it to anybody. Yep. You yeah, know? I got to say, too, their playbook is so predictive. So when Democrats want to, like, just make fluster and noise and not do anything, they just, you know, they spin up stories and whatnot. But if you watch, I've seen Shift, Brennan, and Woodward. Those are the three tells. And it's kind of like back in the day when the Chicago Bears had William Refrigerator Perry and they put him in the backfield. Like, you knew it was going to happen. Perry was going to drive into the line. They are going to hand him the ball. He was going to try to score a touchdown. Every now and then, they pump fake. But when Adam Schiff came out saying Joe Biden needs to be investigated, I'm 80% sold. He'll be gone by summer because they don't bring in Schiff. Schiff doesn't do anything legislatively. He doesn't do anything fundraising. The only thing Schiff does is he's their cleanup man. So when you need a body disposed of, you send in shift and he takes care of it. And then he'll bring Brennan and some of those other guys with him. Yeah, the, yeah, these documents, these documents have been the talk of the last few days. And yes, the media has um, the media has been trying to compare uh, the situation between between Donald Trump and um, 
uh, Joe Biden basically saying they're not the same thing. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, they said uh, uh, Trump had hundreds of documents and Biden only has 12 or 13. Let me tell you something, yo. I mean, it takes one. You can. <laughs> You can you can fool you can fool the foolish, but you can't fool the smart people. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter how many documents it has. Check this out. If that one document that they found had the nuclear codes, doesn't I mean <laughs> and the other stuff that Trump had was just technical I mean, was top secret uh um uh, uh chitter chatter. Don't you think the nuclear codes that by I'm not saying he had it, but Weigh that, okay. I'll tell Weigh you. It. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what does matter. Trump didn't have any nuclear codes because you could see the documents. No, right. It right, said right. secret. Right. It said secret SCI, not top secret. Biden say top secret. Right. SCI. That's the difference right there. That's a big, big difference. Well, and can we just talk about too how the FBI knew about this before midterms, and they sat on the story until they chose to leak it last week like, and the media is talking about it so you know if the enemy media is talking about it they're doing it for a motive there's a reason right they're not but, doing it because they're journalists because they're not journalists but right. i say this and i because because jr is killing the fbi um i say this <laughs> somebody i mean i read a couple of timelines this weekend that 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 caught out the on the politicization of the national archives too Oh yeah, they, yeah. They were like, "What?" Well, I mean, what? You felt you can call the FBI on a Republican president, but y'all didn't really make this public about a Democrat president. And think about, you know what? I even have a breakdown. I I want to read, which makes this worse. This makes this worse than um, uh, to me. It makes it worse than. Let's see where's it at right here? Man, they didn't. They didn't mess everything up. Well, uh, and I should say, too, when I refer to the FBI or CIA, I think every alphabet soup agency in Washington, D.C. is corrupt. They've all been taken over by liberals with a political agenda or the military-industrial complex, and they're all in on the joke. It's just they just want to find a way to keep growing their budgets and making themselves money. Always follow the money. It says here, if these documents were taken when Biden was vice president, Obama was president for eight years. Trump was president for twelve. I mean, for four years. Currently, Biden is in the White House for two years. That's potentially fourteen years of classified documents being kept in unsecured locations. Plus, what about when he was a senator? All right. You know. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. And I, the the people that has gone in and out the the many parties that he's had in Delaware oh, he goes there every week no wonder he goes there every weekend right no wonder he goes there every weekend hey come on down to the um come on down to the garage I want to show you something <laughs> and there's it just came out today that there's no visitor logs at his residence that doesn't make sense to me either that come doesn't, on. That, that right there sounds like an obstruction of justice thing to me. Right. And, and and you know what? I figured out why they didn't want Merrick Garland as Supreme Court judge. He can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he can't talk. He he uh now I thought Sessions was weak. You remember when I didn't want Sessions to be 
whatever. Uh, I didn't want him to be part of DOJ because I thought he was kind of you know weak. Uh, but Garland is weak. He's not very smart either. You could tell. You could tell. He he's he's sitting in front of the cameras talking about Biden with his head slashed down and his head back, reading. Uh, this is what we're going to do this and this is uh, this is a person that's going to be in charge and when that person takes over he's going to do this and then he's going to report to me and then when that happens then I'm going to do this and stuff and can somebody ask him a real question you know can somebody ask him a real question too like no. hey Merrick Garland so Joe Biden's team is searching all his properties for classified documents, not the FBI, yeah. which probably should be, or whomever, whatever alphabet soup agency. Now, do the members of his team, do they have security clearances to see top, seat doc, top secret documents? That's what I'm like talking an about. obvious question. That's what I was talking about. On, either it was late Friday or over the weekend, I was like, the lawyers don't have um, uh, uh, top secret ability. Yeah, they, they don't have the ability to go in there. Really, the lawyer, but but the lawyers are running out with this narrative, though. Right, the lawyers are running out with this narrative and client uh, attorney client privilege. Right, you know. So I mean, it, look, everything everything that we're seeing right now with this stuff, it is a distraction. It is a major distraction, and actually, the Democrats are pissed off at it too. It's like, oh, you know, you know what? I mean, we, when you hear Jamie Raskin coming out there, this guy from yeah. Maryland. <laughs> this guy <laughs> that, that runs the J6 thing right. uh, comes out and says he doesn't want this to be a political football. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, come on. Don't worry. Wayne. We got a lot of shame in Pennsylvania, too. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. We I got nothing. I you got, got nothing. Elon. <laughs> the only state that voted against President Reagan. Like, that's all. That's all I need to say. Man, he was going for a sweet. He was going for a, he <laughs> yeah, was going he was. for a sweet. Minnesota said no. Nah. By the way, speaking about Minnesota, uh, and the Biden administration just gave an extension of temporary residence or to um, Somalians. In the, yes, uh, yay! We need more Somalians yeah, in Minnesota. It's yeah, somebody, uh, it's great. I got to drive those cabs. Yeah, so I was gonna um, say, can you get a cab in Minneapolis now? Probably. <laughs> Nobody goes in Minneapolis. Like, if you don't live in Minneapolis, it's it's kind of like if if you see one of those zombie movies where you like leave the camp and drive out in Zombieville and then come back in and they open the gate. Like that's Minneapolis. My wife and I are talking. We have a couple gift certificates that we've had for like three years for nice (laughs) restaurants in downtown Minneapolis, and we're like, who are we just going to give these to? Because we're never going to go down there. It's a war zone. I'm the same way. I don't go. I mean, unless I have to, I don't go downtown. Right. I mean, first of all, it costs too much to park. Right. You know, but other than that, you got people running around. I'm glad I don't smoke anymore. You couldn't smoke in public because people that cost you. I don't get one of them cigarettes, man. Let me get one of them cigarettes. You got got an extra cigarette? (laughs) Right. Man, get away from me. Okay. Now, um, uh, for for the spaces room, they said that they can hear. Now, now I'm getting ready to. Somebody told me a while ago to um, that I had to you, turn. You the can't mic hear. I, I I tested it. You can't hear it. You can hear. It's it's pretty close to real time too. Okay, so um, let me see. I wonder. I wonder if I can take somebody's comment. I wonder if I can take somebody's comment, and y'all are able to hear it. 
Give it a shot. Any anybody want to make a comment on the classified documents in the uh, in the spaces room? And welcome to the Wayne Dupree podcast. This is our first test. We're trying we're trying out a couple of things today. If anybody wants to speak, it looks um, like it nullified the comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you 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 saw you saw. Um, <laughs> You saw that Ukraine is saying that Russia is one of the buildings. What's that? Ukraine hit. I Ukraine said that Russia hit one of their buildings. I'm quite positive they had several of their buildings. <laughs> right, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Wait till but, tomorrow. <laughs> but 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 Russia is saying we didn't do that one. That's Ukraine hitting their own building. That's possible too. Oh right. yeah, I know that. I know, but you know that's I. But but that's what's coming out right now. It's it's sad that there's so many people that have reached such status in the United States of America that still think Russia is going to get beaten by Ukraine. That is the absolute most stupid thing. If you're a Republican and you believe that, go ahead and change parties. Yeah. All right, just get out of my face. I saw, we don't want another war. Our our freaking military's destroyed. I saw a pundit on television this morning say, "Oh, Russia's almost Russia's um, almost on the verge of defeat. Uh, they're <laughs> they're just putting up the uh, the the uh, optics that yeah. they are want to go for a long war, but um, uh, they are uh, they're a beaten country, and uh, just as soon as our, uh, the trained Ukrainians who are training right now, just right. as soon as they." Are trained uh, and and uh, uh, with the systems that uh, President Biden is sending over, uh, Ukraine will be able to take care. Of I'm like, oh man. Hey, here's How's the thing, doing? though. How soon till Russia says, okay, without the United States money and weapons, which we're starting to run low on weapons, like how soon until Russia just says, okay, United States, if you keep sending your money and weapons to Ukraine, we're going to consider you an active participant in this war. Well, they I probably mean, already probably, should, but you right. know the thing. But the thing about it is, because I've studied this pretty close, you listen to people on the ground, commanders on the ground. That aid, that money, those weapon systems aren't getting to the right. Ukrainian army. Right. Very few of it, very very little of it, is getting there. They don't have ammunition. Mm -hmm. They're conscripting sixty-year-olds and sixteen-year-olds. Right. Over there. I mean, this is a it's a dire situation. And now, Russia started deploying thermobaric weapons thermobaric missiles that just uh explain for everybody what that is hutch because that's a big deal it's it's a I, i'm not sure exactly of the scientific side of it but i know it has a concussion effect that if you are it doesn't matter if you're in a bunker or not you can like you can see the energy after the explosion spread out like 10 times past where just the explosion is and I owe you a, a better explanation than that, and I'll have that for you. From what I've heard, it's like a nuclear weapon without the radioactive fallout, yeah. if you look at blast radius. Well, Russia, uh, just a few hours ago, I know I saw it, Fox News is reporting that Russia said the U.K. Challenger's uh, two tanks heading to Ukraine will burn like the rest. U.K. is supposed to be sending tanks to Ukraine to push Russian troops back, but Russia said, you can send them. 
but they're going to burn just like the other ones. Yep. Let me just hook you up. A thermobaric weapon, also called an aerosol bomb, a vacuum bomb, or a fuel air explosive, FAE, is a type of explosive that uses oxygen from the surrounding air to generate a high temperature explosion. The fuel air explosive is one of the best known types of thermobaric weapons. So that's your nuclear effect without the radiation is the is the oxygenized fuel exploding. Yep. Wait a minute, hold on. Somebody in the ghetto room just just reminded me about this. You know, we were talking about the lawyers collecting the information for Biden. Lower AIDS found stuff too. Right. Lower AIDS found classified documents. I love the fact that the documents were in Hunter's house. <laughs> right. I mean, think Biden's about house. that. Hunter Biden's, Biden's house. house. Well, Hunter. let's let's talk about the Hunter. His Biden name's house on the, His name is on the deed. Oh. oh. And no, he's no, the one no. who was pay, he was paying fifty thousand dollars a month to stay there. Rather. All right, all right. All right. I, I'm going to jump in here because this is a rabbit hole I was going down this morning. So Hunter Biden submitted court documents uh, pertaining to his child support that said he owned the Wilmington, Delaware house, but he was still paying $50,000 a month to Joe Biden. So this morning, actually on Twitter, I was having fun with a thread and I'm like, well, the government is so into tax returns. I wonder if Joe Biden claimed that $50,000 or audited his bank records to see if he got the $50,000. So I went and looked at Joe Biden's tax records Joe Biden never claimed the income from the rental property on his taxes. And if you go into the county register, the house is not registered under Hunter Biden. It's registered under Joe Biden. So the question becomes, is it did Hunter lie or did Joe Bot lie? Is Joe really getting the money? I mean, like if we had a real media, just that one story, we would have like five stories on the news about and then I found there was two LLCs that Joe Biden claimed $3.2 million of income from in 2017. And I'm going down that rabbit hole. And that's just a whole mess. It's a money laundering scheme. And for everybody bitching about Trump's taxes, I'm like, Joe Biden just flat out like did tax evasion. It's crazy. But the important um, thing there, if you look at it, mm -hmm. is that Hunter Biden's garage you look at Hunter Biden's history with the Chinese Communist Party. Right. And you look at those top secret SCI documents in the garage that Hunter has the key for. Right. You know the Chinese saw those already. Correct. That's, I mean, we, that, that part, I can't get over that nobody cares about that part. The, these Chinese must have infiltrated every corporate media executive. I mean, these guys have got to be passing out the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. the Chinese Communist Party paid $55 million for the building they're putting the goddamn documents in. I'm we not talking about that, though. I'm right. not talking about the politicians. Right. I'm talking about the rest of America. Oh, right. Why doesn't somebody care about this? We used to care about this kind of thing. We used to. We used to, but... Well, yeah, you know, the right. reason right. why they don't, to answer that, is people who listen to podcasts like ours, you can see it in the comments, people are pissed. Why, when's something going to happen? Why is it going to happen? You know, here's my here's my plug for the show: like, comment, share. It's right. how we built how we beat build te beat big tech, and we like to give folks information on this show. We don't have all the answers. We're just three dudes, right? 
and but we're gonna the most the public just watches cnn and msnbc and even fox news and they don't report on any of those things like go on cnn how come there's not one story like hey who had access to these documents or are no, why is the whoa, FBI whoa, not whoa, checking? Whoa, whoa. You know, whoa. no, they are. They are doing. They're starting it. to. No, well, no, no, no. They've been. I mean, a couple, again, this is I, a hit job. Yeah, exactly. I've been right. watching them, and that's why I said that this so, is like uh, a hit job because they are bringing it up, but they keep on bringing in how different. Trump. Right. They keep they keep on bringing Trump to, like this morning. This morning. <laughs> This morning they were talking about the, um, the Ukraine, the Russian hit on the Ukraine, and children were killed. Right? And I yep. was like, "Well, Biden hit Afghanistan and children were killed, and y'all didn't give him three hours of um, morning stuff. So y'all are trying to distract from Biden, who this distraction is from something that, from the debt ceiling. And I mean, it's 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 all." Is a Ponzi scheme. It it's all a freaking scheme, man. It's it it's is. A freaking scheme. And, and, and how do these people make most of their money with the military industrial complex? Right. They're, they're taking us to war, folks. Our freaking munitions are so low that some honest generals and admirals are starting to make noise about it. You know this this is this is. We got a we got a, uh, we, we, got a we got a young lady, uh, Patriot D forever. I want to see if I want to see if we can get her in here. You should explain to Wayne how people get to call in. Go ahead, speak. Yes, um, in regards to the visitor law, that is bugging me. It's really bugging me because you know, as the president of the United States or any high-level politician, their secret service and their security detail, no matter where you go, and. And I thought it was standard procedure. There's either a visitor's log or a log stating who's coming in. Right. Something something of that sort. So my question is, what's on that visitor's log that they don't want us to see? Exactly. And that and thank you. Thank you for and that's why that's why I was like, um, how is it that other people have visitor logs and his is gone? That has to be obstruction of justice, right? I, I think, yeah, I, I think you had a turning point uh, with the war on terror. The Secret Service, I think, is just as corrupt as any other government agency at this time. And it wasn't always like that. It used to be the Secret Service was the gem of the Treasury Department. It was the big fish in a small pond, and they, they were good. And then the Department of Homeland Security got... Uh, started and they fell into the Department of Homeland Security. At which time, you started seeing the stories about them getting drunk down in Colombia, and, and various other stories that happened. So, to be honest with you, Patriot, I don't trust the Secret Service anymore. I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's sad, but I think they should get that out of the department. I'd like to get rid of the Department of Homeland Security. Me too. That sounds like a Russian communist organization to me, and I don't see what good it's done. Yeah. Except for turn everything against its own citizens. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's interesting because you know I was listening to an interview Matt Gates did this weekend, and he was talking about the deep state and the corruption within all these bureaucratic agencies. And he's like, you know, as a congressman, like I don't trust any of them because they're just, you know, the and it's sad because America has to have confidence in its institutions for it to continue to function. 
And like even the Twitter files, I was deep into the Twitter files. The fact that the FBI spends millions of dollars to censor people on Twitter, like, and it all ties back to the Patriot Act, which should have never been passed. That's right. And even before that, really. But that was the one that gave it the most strength. Right. You know, I, I think back on some, I used to follow Glenn Beck a lot before mm -hmm. he went crazy. Right. <laughs> but when I, when I listened to him say something that was really, really eye opening, you know, and it never really sunk in until a little bit later. Mm -hmm. He said he went to visit George W. Bush when he was president. And they were having a conversation about something. And he said that Bush told me it doesn't matter who's president. Right. They're going to do what they do regardless. It doesn't matter Bush who's that? president. Yeah. And Glenn Beck told the audience. And I was like, wow, that's heavy. That's not cool. But it didn't really dawn on me yet because this stuff that we're, that we're learning in the last five years didn't happen yet. Right. So after all these things are happening and I'm realizing the United States Army sucks. You know, the generals are terrible. They, they, they committed traitorous acts, you know, and you look at the FBI, what they've done. And, and but the biggest one to me was Millie, man. That, that, yeah. that's still that you're, if you don't kill that, you're never going to fix any of this. Yeah. Right. You know what? And another thing about these documents <laughs> is um, they're coming out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's laughable to me. They're like, uh, well, they found two more pages. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they found four pages. Well, they found a page. It's like, come on. You know, I'm just I'm just visualizing because we've seen like pictures in Joe Biden's house and stuff. But like in my house, I've got four dogs. And so we always got dog toys or little tennis balls or whatnot scattered all over my house. I'm just imagining Joe Biden's house where it's like, here's a nuclear code. Here's a top secret document. Just like scattered everywhere. Did you see the meme? They, Did you see the meme with uh, the car? Yeah. yeah the, the Jay Leno. Jay Leno. He hits the gas. And all those documents start flying. Top secret documents fell out. <laughs> I, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for one of those. I bet you those attorneys won't go into the basement. <laughs> they might find a dead body in there. Or or little boys. So um <laughs> <laughs> they go in there, there's nobody there. Oh no. No, yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah. no, but um again, ladies and gentlemen, this, I mean there's no way I'm gonna wrap it up real quick. It's there's no way that I that I think that Joe Biden can run in twenty twenty four with this. I mean, you had to be an arrogant son of a gun. Do that. Uh, big, big Mike, big Mike figured it all out. <laughs> I'm sticking yeah. with that. You would have to be an arrogant son of a gun to decide that you're still going to run with this, <laughs> you know. But then again, you know, stranger, stranger things have happened. I should uh, say though, we should go on the record with our predictions. I mean, prediction one. Does Joe Biden finish his term or does this do him in? And if you think it does him in, when does it happen? I think it definitely does him in. I mean, well, he's done. He's through. He, I mean, he yeah, can't physically handle it anyway. It's a, it's a national tragedy yeah, to right. have to watch this man for the last two years. It's a so, national disgrace. So we all agree he won't run again. Will yeah. he try to finish his term? I don't know. I'm not sure about that part. That's messy. Come up, come up with two more locations. <laughs> and the reason why I say two is because one, one would be another accident. But two, I, again, this is like a Me Too document. 
type of thing, you know. They'll I probably mean, find some Hunter Bi or some uh, Biden documents at Mar-a-Lago next. I gotta say, I'm gonna give an 85% probability Joe Biden's done by summer, and I will move it to 100% if I see John Brennan or Bob Woodward on TV this week. If Bob Woodward said it's worse than Watergate, 100%, Joe Biden's done by summer. And he, he won't get impeached or whatnot. He'll have health problems. Or I think I saw somewhere where uh, maybe Dr. Jill had cancer or or something going on. But he'll step away for health reasons. Well, I, I mean, I saw I saw another meme where she can't cook, and that's why he wants to get rid of the gas stove. But, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, this I mean, the reason why I said two more locations is because probably get away with one you probably get away with one more but uh two more different locations of of of, of stuff i know there's no way there's no way he survives uh plus he keeps saying he for, that he's forgotten or uh, right. he, he can't remember and if he can't remember see they tried to push that well you it was vice president with no 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 hold on now that stuff is still there while he's president. So it's vice president and president. That's yep. double trouble, baby. I mean, you know, that's, that's no, no. You know, no, speaking of those, speaking of those gas stoves, another thing that they're trying to keep smoke over is Davos, the world economic forum meeting that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That George Soros backed out of. Yep. I thought that was fake. He Did he really back out of it? Yeah, he really did. He, gave, yeah, he, said he had, had a meeting, had a speech in Munich he had to give. He said. He probably is old. Actually, it's kind of fun, too, at the World Economic Forum. Like, the conservative individual journalists go in there. Savannah Hernandez shared a big billboard that they have over there that says uh, Ukraine House Davos. And it says uh, Project Ukraine is you is at the World Economic Forum. So if you ever wonder how all this stuff is connected, um, there it is. Um, let me let me add this to the stream today. Another topic. Now, Mayor Adams is spending the night at the U.S.-Mexico border. Tomorrow, he will get a firsthand look at the migrant crisis unfolding in El Paso. He says the goal is to address the issue in the city. CBS 2's Jennifer Bisram has more on why the mayor is sounding the alarm. We're at Port Authority, one of several locations in New York City where we've seen asylum seekers arrive. Mayor Adams says we've seen record numbers just in the last week, and that's why federal funding is crucial. People are actually fleeing for their lives um, from government collapses, persecution. And seeking asylum oh, all across no. the country, including here in New York City. We're lacking leadership in this moment where we need to give people the opportunity to not only come into the United States, but to be able to have the protections and the ability to work. Nearly 40,000 migrants have arrived in New York City in the past several months. 3,100 just last week and 835 Thursday alone. <laughs> Since the city provided them with a place to sleep, food, Make them sleep care, outside. mental health support, and education for their kids. The federal government should have stepped in from day one. And Murad Ahwad. To do. Um, New York City is a right to shelter city. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says it's there. adding up to the tune of $1.5 to $2 billion. <laughs> and the money is impacting every service in the city from schools to infrastructure. He's asking state and federal officials to step in. This no. is an issue that is heartbreaking for all of us to see these individuals who traveled so far under such 
difficult circumstances just in search of the American dream. Maybe send them home. Really doing, continuing to help him. We have been helping him for many months and we'll continue to peaches. give him support. But advocates say there is money in the pot and... Aren't you a sanctuary city? Sanctuary. That's right. Sanctuary. That's exactly right. You, 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 voted, you voted him in. <laughs> Suck it up. I ain't paying for him. Yeah, I mean, you... You want to rely like a Billy Badass telling people that you that you wanted people you wanted these illegals to, to go up there and just as soon as they get up there, oh well, we ain't got the space. You the one that you the one that's that, right. Um, no, no, no. We want you guys to take them, not yours. us. Uh, Make it and can we just be clear too? People wanting to come to America for a better quality of life are not a. They're not a. That is not a sanctuary situation. Yeah, they're economic a, migrants. They're here to take your money. They're not yes. even migrants. They're not. They're 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 illegal border crosser. They're not even immigrants. Invaders. You're right. You're they're, right. They're, they're illegal invaders. border invaders. You know. Mm-hmm. They. I mean. They. They don't have a designation. Like I told y'all, a migrant is somebody who is here and working. That's a migrant. Their their intention was to come here to 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 work to get the money and then go back that's a migrant that's that's that that's what i have seen these people coming across the border with clothes and stuff they come in with a one-way t- i mean at least they think they got a one-way ticket if i was in charge i would have the national guard standing on the mountains damn right i'll, I'll tell you you look in your own city from, look, from, from end to end look at your city and look at the place where these people congregate. They're not trying to assimilate. No. The no. signs are in Spanish or whatever, Nepalese, Burmese, whatever it is, that's what the signs are in. <laughs> Half the storefronts have plywood because they broke the windows already. Yeah. Uh, they got the, the, the Western Union machines all over the place. It, it's, uh, it's not good. It's going to kill this country. Yeah, they don't want to be my brother. They want their own flag planted. Got darn right. They don't want to know. They don't want to know nothing about the United States of America. They don't want to make this country better. They are making the country better. How arrogant uh, when you speak another language in front of me in my country. Right. That means you don't give a shit about me. So sleep outside. Yep. Well, tell me. Well, and, and here's the watch <laughs> is on fire. Tell, tell me how you really feel, Hutch. I mean, <laughs> It's so sad. I mean, I got sections of my city like this, man. You look yeah, at them, and it's like well, you have you got to be halfway afraid to walk up the street. And yeah. here's where the messaging of the media, and especially on the left, is so powerful. Like I saw somebody in the chance ranting about how Joe Biden found the documents and turned them in, and that's why it's different. You're an idiot if you think that because it doesn't matter. He stole the documents. It doesn't matter if you killed the guy and then you confess you committed the crime. And when it comes to these immigrants, they're talking about people fleeing other countries. No, they're leaving countries because they don't like their economic situation. Fix it in your own damn country. Don't come here as an economic migrant. If you want to, we let X number of people in as economic migrants, and there's a process. But that doesn't mean you go hiking across Mexico and break into the country. You know, And but the left... The left says these people are like fleeing persecution. No, if you're a female in Afghanistan after Joe Biden abandoned Afghanistan, you might be really a refugee that we take in. But somebody coming from Bolivia because they wanted a better job doesn't qualify. Fleeing from no persecution. I mean, look, 
they get over here and then they work and then they send their money back home to a country that they flee in persecution. Really? Right. Come on now. Right, look, I, look, I was born, but when yesterday, <laughs> I didn't pick up some experience since that time too. Uh, but I mean, either way, uh, this this also goes to the people in Congress too. Fix it or leave. Oh, we got a we got another request. Uh, Wes. Hey, Wes, you can go ahead and speak. Turn your speaker mic on. Okay. Don't feel bad, Wes. I screw up my audio all the time. <laughs> there he is. You know, you get all of these illegals over here, and then they send the money back to Mexico. I, I worked with a guy that did just that, and he had a ranch in Mexico, Mexico and retired a millionaire in Mexico. Wow. From coming over here and, you know, working just a day job. But, I mean, he, and, you know, he worked. He was a good worker, but he sent every, every paycheck he sent back home. Yeah. Yep. It's and actually the biggest business in Mexico is United States money like that. That's right. the biggest industry in the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you listen to the individuals that come on TV, well, they help the American economy and they pay taxes and stuff. Well, well, but, well you know what? If they do pay taxes then why is it that we keep hearing that they can't be found? They can't be found. I mean, you know, they, they can't they can't show up for their court case because they can't right. be found. But you're saying that they can pay tax I, that they're paying taxes and they are that that they're working within the communities and stuff. I think the ones that were paying taxes are the ones that you were talking about that your dad took you out to the fields to see. Uh, right. Those people yeah, are paying yeah. taxes. Well, oh, those yeah. people filled out forms Yes. Applied to come in, and they, they only came in for a set time. amount of time, twice a year. Right, you're right. To plant to and to harvest or whatnot. Yep, yep. yep. I'm, and you and you look at farmers, and they'll tell you, in certain areas of the country, you can't survive without them. Mm -hmm. I've heard people tell me that conservative people said, "Look, man, this is different than the illegal immigration. These people have been with us since we got here." Right. And here's what's fascinating too is that. The left and the media is so good at manipulating messaging that they make folks like us that say, you know what, if you want to come to the country, do it legally. They make us sound like racists when we're like, stay in your own damn country. If you want to adapt to our society and norms, come here. Like it's a melting pot. You bring your own stuff in too, but you want to assimilate part of the country. And part of that is following laws. And if you start a relationship with us by breaking a law to get in the country, you know, it's kind of like if you're dating a girl and the first thing she does is cheat on you, you probably shouldn't be with her, you know. And if you want to be an American citizen and the first thing you decide to do is well, break in, I'm done with you. It all like, depends, go hey, I, I'll tell you something, though. With the, she got to be able to cook good, though. I mean, with the, with, the racist, with the racist thing, don't participate and it goes away. I don't right. give a – I don't care what anybody calls me. Right. You call me whatever you want to call me. That's true. Yep. You know, don't even, ladies and gentlemen in the audience, especially people that are white, mm -hmm. stop participating. Mm -hmm. right. It takes you to destroy you. 
There we go. There we go. Callie. Actually, it's funny you say that because, like, online, you know, I do so, a lot of social media stuff. And, and like, anytime somebody, like, their response to a point I made is, oh, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, or whatever, I'm like, thank you for conceding the point. Because if the only feedback you have is that I'm a racist, biggest, insurrectionist, homophobe, I won the argument. Because if you had a point, you'd make a point. Right. But if you want to call me a name, you lose. So it's like, so when somebody says, oh, you're a racist, it's like, great, thanks. I won. It's great. Deanna, Deanna go ahead. Hi. Um, yeah, uh, what upsets me about the, the fact that... Um, with the illegal aliens coming under the under the fact that when when immigrants here do it the right way and they become citizens or, or they have legal documents or whatever it is they're not giving they're not given kudos by the government or anything they're totally ignored i mean we're better off all identifying as illegal immigrants than we are being citizens because we're treated like crap even the ones that come in here and do it legally once they become citizens or legal they're treated like crap too oh man it, thank you thank you deanna thank you so much for that i love when we test stuff live Deanna, we aren't laughing at your comments. You had some great background music going yeah. on. It was appropriate. <laughs> right. It was oh, Mexican cinco, music. Cinco, cinco. Some brando juice. Right. <laughs> oh, man. We got um, big, bad, black, <coughs> big, bad, black conservative is <laughs> is um, joining. You got the mic, man. You got the mic, DB. Callie, you can speak if you want to. Uh, you Wayne? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted to push back against. Uh, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know the names of all your co-hosts and uh, one of the probably me. You're in the space, but the the ramifications of immigration it, it's blinds to whether you're legal or not. Whether you come in legally or illegally, sixty percent of migrants, and this is across the board, they take uh, more in tax dollars than they provide in tax revenue. So they they cost us. And if you do the math over the lifespan, it's over a hundred thousand dollars we're paying per immigrant, and that's legal or illegal. It makes no difference. Yep. The ramifications they cost. On, no, that's CIS. <laughs> this is no, Center for Immigration Studies. You can look okay. this up. Center for Immigration Studies has hey, it all public. I'm a legal immigrant. I'm not white. I'm brown. It took me ten years, hella money, hella interviews, and I never took a handout. So I Excellent went for you. And I make pretty good money. And I pay into taxes, so I don't want to hear I said 60 legal percent immigrants. Of immigrants. I didn't say hundred percent. Yeah, nope. I, I know you're nope. a statistical improbability, but that doesn't mean <laughs> harm it does on the country when we open up the border legally or otherwise. What do you mean legally? Legally means I brought something. What to difference the table does it make if you come here with a stamp from the government? Because I brought something to the table. That's the okay, difference. but sixty percent of immigrants come with their hand down. They cost us more than they give us. I think it's more than sixty. This is Center of Immigration Studies. You can look well, this up. It's coming for me. I honestly Here. think the immigration system is broken. You it is. To, yes. It is. Yeah. That, yeah. But to say that legal immigrants are the same as illegal is totally bullshit. I mean, they absolutely are. Like, if I get fired because someone's willing I, to you know what? for less money, 
does it make a difference? Does it make me smile any bigger if they came here with a green card or if they came here over the border? It doesn't make a difference to me. Well, what, what, what if what if we use the standard then? Because I number one, and a person with a green card did it legally. That means they came to the U.S. based on a reason. It's not just like I don't like my country. I'm just going to hop over the fence. That's not how it works. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Came from functional countries then they wouldn't need to immigrate. We take people from broken countries and it makes our country more and more broken. Okay, hold on. Broken countries do we take people in? Wayne's Mutant. Uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> hold on for a second. <clears throat> Hutch, go ahead. Well, I, I think if, if you could take that standard and make it, you can come here legally as long as no taxpayer monies go to you at all. If you can do that, that's different. Because right now, the United States is $30 trillion in debt. Thirty-one. We, we can't afford legal or Im illegal immigration. We just can't do it. And a lot of these people, right. I don't know which percentage is right. But the mail caller, a lot of these people that are coming here can't even speak their own language mm -hmm. as far as literacy goes. I mean, it, it's something that, look at what's happening in New York City. Yeah. Now, you're going to take that and we're going to compound it with additional, I, if it was up to me, I would shut down all immigration until we balance the budget. Until it's fixed, right. Until yeah. it's fixed and we balance the budget and we have a direction or a template that we're going to follow to make things work the right way. Because right Start now, a new Ellis Island, you're doggone right. It, it's a, I would say it's in like... It's a band-aid push. It's a band-aid, scab, tourniquet thing going on right now. And the dam's not holding. The dam's not holding. The, well, the old dam isn't holding for what they are allowing in D.C. Uh, today, because back during the day, they didn't do this. It wasn't allowed. They they didn't just let people come in. They didn't just open up the border and just let people come in or tunnel underneath uh, uh, um, uh, the border and come in that way. They didn't let people just do that. But today is different. And yeah, yes, yes, you got to change the rules. And but what's What's not, I mean, it is a great idea, like I said, is to shut down immigration for a little bit and fix what we have and then start going from there, just like we should do Congress. I was going to say, if I could just jump in on two points, point one, and some people are throwing it up in the chat and uh, the female caller on the phone. I personally think, and I think the co-hosts probably agree, that people who come to America legally and follow the process are some of the best Americans we have. They're forced to learn our cultures, our norms, and they really appreciate they make it what there. they have right. in coming here because they lived in a shithole. Meanwhile, you got people that live in this country, that were raised in this country, that want to complain about everything or every sin America's ever done. You know, but but they they're so close minded where it's like, you know, name me a country that wasn't conquered by somebody. You know, I mean, that's how the world worked. Um, but the second point is and, and what Wayne and Hutch are touching on is really the important thing. We can't have a welfare state and allow unlimited people to come in and take advantage of the welfare state. So that's why you need to stop people coming in to take care of the take advantage of the welfare state. Or, Which is the goal of the people letting them in. Right. Yeah, they're letting them in to take advantage of our services 
And then, but we, everybody's paying for that. And you know what, to, to people that come in legally, that's why you limit it. Why you say, okay, we can only afford to take on so many things. It's no different than like I give to my church. I decide, hey, here's my 10% tithe, you know, and, and that's what I can give if I can give more or less. But I couldn't say like, I want to give 80% to the church. I can never pay my mortgage. And, right. and that's where like people think this money's imaginary and it's not like we have to be able to pay for this stuff. Otherwise, we're going to go bankrupt and then we all lose. Let me um, let me bring back on Hardy. Well, no, actually, um, bless me. We are live. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we we have um, we have a big black conservative uh, on right now. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, brother. Hey, hey, hey. First, first of all, get it right. I'm big, bad. Yeah, big, bad, big, bad. Turn him up, Wayne. Turn him up. Thank you. Understanding that we actually have the ability as small people to get into a larger audience where we wouldn't otherwise have. Uh, but I'll say thanks. But, but I, I think I live in Texas, and I'll tell you, living in Texas, where there is a lot of illegal immigration, I mean, a, a humongous part of the illegal immigration system, a border state, uh, we have problems with crime. Yes, we, we dislike the fact that they're coming over illegally. Uh, of course, we, we don't have a problem with the people who are coming through the legal system, the legal way. But the biggest problem we have is the people who think it's okay to come and destroy the country from the South up. You know, as a, as a North Texas conservative, we do still see a lot of the remnants of what has come across the state, but it's not just the people, it's the crime that's associated with them. The people who are dead and drunk driving accidents, the right, people right. who are dead and uh, uh, from from acts or from shootings, from people who would not have otherwise been here. People who are getting harmed in ways that, well, just wouldn't happen. You know, the drug push, everybody talks about the drug push, but nobody talks about the drunk driving. You know, why do we miss the DUIs and the people that would not be filling the jails? The jails would be a lot emptier if we didn't have people who didn't belong here in them. You know, say, well, just open up the jails, the liberals would say. But the reality is, obviously, you can't do that. It's more of the fact that you have to maintain what you have. And then the next answer is, well, let's just build more jails. Then we can make sure we keep everybody safe. No, that's not the problem. You have to disagree with the premise. The premise is letting these people over here that are coming illegally, disrespecting the laws of our land, mm -hmm. should not be here. Hard stop. We, dis we lose that in the argument because there's so many other ramifications that come from allowing them in that we don't even have time to get back to the root cause of it all. Dude, much love to you. Yeah. Because you know what? I mean, I've said, I've said, I've said many a time, it's like for, uh, when you hear people on TV saying, well, these people uh, are um, contributing to society and contributing to society, even though they might be coming over here illegally, but they're, but um, they're following our laws. They broke the law to get in here. What do you mean they're following the law that from day I mean from point one they've broken the law and then they get lost in the system you know and then the next thing you know they are they are overrunning some of these communities and taking over some of these communities like like my brother said with the crime situation the crime situation is they know that they are illegal they know that they could get caught some of them just don't care they create their little gangs and then they start taking from those that have because they can't have or they can't get. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, thank you, brother. Well, And think of it as a predicate 
the first interaction you have with us as a country is breaking the law. And we expect that's going to change. Right. Like, right. it just and doesn't even make any logical sense. And, you know, yeah. I grew up I grew up right next to an Italian-American community in the 60s, right? It was still, it wasn't a young community, but it, there was still Italians there that spoke Italian. Mm. Only inside their house, though. Right. Yep. Right, right, right. They, right, didn't, right, right. they didn't let their children speak Italian outside. They had an American flag up. If they had an Italian flag, it was lower or smaller than the American flag. They taught this to their kids. These people that are coming in here now have no inkling of wanting to learn English. Yeah. Right. They sit there, and, and even if they do know English, they talk Spanish, they speak Spanish or whatever other language right in front of you. To me, that's arrogance. To me, that is complete disrespect. Say what you want, but you have to have a, a, a language to have a country. Yeah, I'm gonna move. If I move to Germany, because I think America is a terrible place, I'm not going. I'm gonna go assimilate to Germany. I'm gonna say I like their values, I like their beliefs, I want to adapt to their society. You know, you hear about these Nordic countries, Finland or Norway or wherever. Like, if you move there, well, you're gonna adapt to their social norms. You know, now you'll bring your own stuff in and bring your own recipes or whatever you do. Unless but, you're as unless you're Islamic, right? Then they won't let you in. <laughs> No, they'll let you in. Oh, right. We got Hardy. Hardy, you're back on real quick. I wanted to hop in because um, the distinction between legal and illegal is totally arbitrary and up to the government. The, the government could green stamp every illegal here, and they're just as legal as you or I or Callie, who was speaking earlier. But the damage they do is the same. You know, you look at the median income in Mexico, it's 13,000. You look at the median income in Guatemala, it's 11,000. You look at the median income in Cuba, it's under 10,000. They come here because of job prospects and jobs that should be paying Americans $150,000 are now paying Americans $70,000 because the amount of applicants has been diluted. And there's people that are willing to accept much lower wages because it's an improvement from their home country. And you can look at Moga uh, or it's called the Great Replacement Theory. There are over one with, with Somalians. The Somalians didn't sneak in over the border. They were flown here, and they all came legally. They all have green cards. But the damage they've done is no different from what illegal immigrants do near the Texas border, where they overrun these communities, and they don't assimilate, and they ruin the job prospects. And, you know, at the end of the day, where do Americans run to? Where do we seek refuge? We have nowhere to run to if right. our country gets destroyed. This is our home. This is the last stop we have. But the Americans should look to protect their homeland. No, no, no. You're right. You're totally right. But there is a difference between people being flown in here and people um, uh, tu tunneling in here, uh, you know, without without any approval. That's, I think that's where uh, most people tag um, the name illegal on. Even the like um, with the Somalians, the Somalians are being granted uh, temporary protected status. Well, it's a, it's you a know. cycle. You know, you, you look at what, what's going on. And, and by the way, uh, you're right about that. And the, le the, the reason the legal immigration system, like the previous caller said, is broken because it is. Because there's non-government organizations, there are church organizations that get a by-the-head price for every immigrant that they bring over here. Those Somalians didn't organize those flights on their own. Americans organized those flights. And right. Americans got paid handsomely 
for organizing those flights. And when they got here, they also organized Social Security benefits, education benefits, all kinds of different aid. We're doing this to ourselves. You got bleeding heart organizations out there that their business, their job is to bring different types of people into this country. And not only that, but you look at our, our neocons and our warmongering. We go out and we destroy a country and take their people in. We did it in Afghanistan, Vietnam, everywhere we've ever been. Germany, Japan. We did it all of, all over the world. We've been doing it for decades. Well, Look in your town. Right. I guarantee you there's a shish kebab, Afghan shish kebab restaurant in your town right now. And I'll bet you it's new. It's under five years old. Go look. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, Callie, Callie, real quick. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to take a step back and kind of agree with, um, with Hardy about some of the stuff that he was saying. When we talk about immigration, though, it, there's a lot of different countries there's a lot of professional Indians that come here. There's a lot of professional Persians that come here. Not everyone. Thanks, Mike Lee. So, you know, we have to think about it, you know, not as just all Mexicans are immigrating here legally or whatever the case is. Right. I think my biggest problem is when people illegally come here, we don't have any checks and balances. We don't know if they're criminals. Right. We don't know if they're drug dealers. Yep. So the bottom line is, is we need to have a better system. Right. And I'm not totally against having, you know, a stop put on bringing legal immigrants because I think some people are actually squeezing through the system that shouldn't be. So, you know, I kind of agree with what everybody's. I just don't want it to be there. Legal immigrants. Well, yeah. 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 I got you. Thank you, Callie. <laughs> I like that. Um, hold on, hold on, uh, my 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 big bad black brother. Hold on for one second. I want to get um, I want to get uh, Deanna in here. She's been waiting for a little bit. Hey, D, go ahead. Deanna, Un unmute your mic. Okay, go ahead, BB. Well, a couple things. I'd like to say that I think that Hardy is he has some he has more validation than we know. Originally, I was thinking that you know we should really just stop the illegal traffic, put up some fences and stuff at the border, and whatever the Democrats were saying. In addition to that, cool. But then the reality hit me, and I started thinking about my own neighborhood, and I said, you know what? Uh, unlike what Callie was saying, you know what? The Indians come over, and they have great addition; they're beneficial to the community. I don't say I don't think that's factual, and I'll tell you that because I see a lot of American jobs going by the wayside. A lot of Americans not able to get those wonderful jobs and, and spot on, man. Entrepreneurs like they otherwise would be if it weren't for these Indians that are coming over here from E India or, or Red same thing it's nowhere close to the same thing we we are limited no matter where the people come from our immigration system is hosed we don't have a situation in place where we are allowing the best of america to be first as, as trump always said make america great again but keep americans first 
before we allow anybody else, whether it's an Indian, a Mexican, a Chinaman, or uh, German, <laughs> or anybody, Italians, it doesn't matter. fact is, until all Americans are able to do what it is they want and need to do, the borders should be closed. As a matter of fact, in Texas, we say that we need to shut the border completely to legals and illegals for five Boom. years. Five years. Require them to learn English, to allow them to assimilate into the culture and to the society rather than having them stick in their corners of society and not even have to be required to learn anything. As a matter of fact, I was in Austin last week at the Capitol of Texas with thousands of other conservatives people, and we were fighting the Speaker of the House. Because the Speaker of the House, for whatever reason, thinks it's okay to do things that the Democrats think are good ideas, which, believe it or not, coming up right now is immigration uh, immigration talk. We know we've got a weak governor already, but now, unfortunately, it seems that the Speaker of the House is in the exact same place that the governor is in. He's just weak. You know, if we could figure out a way to, to get the news out. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen anywhere on any news outlet anywhere besides the Austin Statesman newspaper that we had thousands of red-blooded conservatives in the U.S., in the, in the sorry, not the U.S. Capitol, the, the state capital of Texas last week. Where's the news? Where is that? We stood up and attempted to stand up and and we'll continue to stand up every time that we get an hour. I think it's every other week we're going back down there to make sure that they know that we aren't we aren't going to stand for the stuff. We were peacefully protesting in the gallery and all over the Capitol. Thousands of folks. Where where is the news? Thank you, my man. Thank you, my man. Real quick, real quick. Let me get um, Deanna and she will be our last guest. Um, Deanna, go ahead. Hit the mute button. Okay. She pulled herself off. Okay. Um, so one, one quick thing before we forget what uh, the last caller said. Yeah. Um, we could really use a second party in America because the Republicans are completely I like, guilty. I like what you did there. I like what you did there. They are totally guilty. That's why I call Mike Lee, Mumbai Mike Lee, because he's the one that facilitated those uh, for those Indian tech sector workers to come in. That was all him, man. That was all GOP Senate, baby. You know, you look at the Gang of Eight with George W. Bush and with Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio. They all wanted amnesty. They're listening to their donors. The donors in the Republican Party, there's two separate ways people do things. The Democrats use ideology, and that, that feeds the donor class because they want power. In the Republican side, the Republican side wants money. So their donors are the ones that drive the ideology. Mm-hmm. Yep. The ideology is amnesty. That's what they want. Slave labor. The people that are coming across the border, if you're working a blue-collar job, especially if it's around minimum wage, look at the TV, look at El Paso, because that's your replacements. Yep. Don't doubt me. One, it's funny, too. The one caller made an interesting point where... Like, we think it's just replacing the lower-end income, yeah. but there's a huge component of replacing the upper-end income because That's the true. people coming from India to take our tech sector jobs are doing it because an American wants $120,000 a year, and the Indian's going to take it for 100 And when's the last and, time you went to a doctor's? Yeah, right. no, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look. The Indian guy like, saved my life. Yeah, I ain't going like, to lie. When's the last time you tried to buy a house? Yeah. Because I know. tried to buy three. I mean, not, not three. Yeah, I tried eight. <laughs> or went to the bear I distributor. I tried three times last year, and I got beat out by 
people with cash. They just happen to be Indians. But yep. cash, cash, or jewelry, cold, cold money, cash. You know, and next time that one guy's on the show from North Texas, we got to find out like what congressional district he needs or he's yeah. at down there, because that's the kind of person we need running for office and get rid of some of the the rhinos. I mean, Texas is like a landmine where it's like you got a great person and then like you got a Dan Crenshaw, you know, and. <laughs> Uh, I mean, who doesn't have a job? Who doesn't have a job right now? Right. <laughs> oh, I patch McCain. <laughs> I patch hey, McCain. I want to thank. I want to thank everybody that's been tuned in uh, to listening to us today. Um, uh, I want to thank everybody on the spaces. I'm going to try to um, make this a little bit better. Uh, but I want to thank all of y'all for uh, uh, asking to speak. Did y'all hear them clearly? It's a little low, but a little yeah. Low, yeah. And that, Mexi- and that Mexican background music was phenomenal. That was yeah, that, that, that was perfect was, timing. Was point, I'm surprised blood didn't come down my. <laughs> <laughs> it was killing me. That was cool. I uh, think that illegal immigrant. But I am going to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sign off for the spaces right now, but thank you everybody for thanks to uh, show. Okay. Um, let's see now for those that are watching right now, thank you for visiting. We'll be back tomorrow at 12 PM Eastern standard time. I do want to say before we go, uh, there's something that is going on. I saw some reports that said that they're still looking for the recession to happen this year. Not people say, have, we're you, bought, in. have you bought some eggs? I saw it. Look, have you, have you seen what the milk was? Have you seen with eggs? Have you or seen some cashews? I put that in the chat earlier. What, what are the egg prices where you are? <laughs> I could have swore I saw $8 in, in one location. I saw that too. I heard, I saw the report. I didn't see the, 18 eggs in Minnesota are uh, so a little more than a dozen, but it's nine bucks. Used to be 250. Wow. And they're trying to blame avian flu. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with the feed prices or the nitrogen prices or yeah. any of that. Yeah. Fact check false. Fact check false. <laughs> Prepare with WD.com, ladies and gentlemen. Get over there, get your emergency supply. Get up to $250 off a three month supply or $50 off. Uh, a one month supply, ladies and gentlemen. This, this food, this awesome food at Patriot Supply, uh, allows you. Well, you can keep it for twenty five years. They have a, it has a shelf life for twenty five years, but they have all different types of foods: all breakfast foods, lunch, dinner, snacks. They have all types of stuff, uh, and you can open it up and seal it. Um, oxygen um, sealed containers. It's 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 what you need is what everybody should have in case something comes up. So be leery. Be, I mean, don't worry. Just be leery about what's going on. Check everything. Um, and just know that we do care about you, and that's why we're able to bring that to you like that. Uh, ding. Ding, ding, dong. Um JR, last thoughts. All right. Well, hey, a couple things. First of all, 
Thanks for tuning in, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, special shout-out to Victor Lopez. He's been spamming the chat with saying he hates America. Victor, you're <laughs> welcome to leave. But we certainly appreciate you tuning into the show. I mean, if you think America is a horrible place, you can go. There's a whole world out there that can you can go find people that share your values. Like, go for it. Uh, but with that... Um, Hopefully you found today's show entertaining. Uh, we like to get on here, talk politics. And what we try to do is give you things to investigate. So like with the like with the documents they're finding for Biden, like we talked about some topics that spend a little time researching. We think that uh, being informed is part of being a good populist. And we don't have all the answers we never claim to, but we like to give you things that maybe you spend 20 minutes a day going, I should look that up. That sounds interesting. Uh, last two things, two big things on the horizon debt ceiling day on thursday that's gonna be huge we're gonna talk a lot about that i'm i love when hutch when we get into this stuff because he does like the minutiae breakdown a little bit of how it works and what it is Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to that and then uh the other thing that's coming up in a few weeks is they are running for the rnc chairperson and uh rona mcdaniel is running against Harmeet Dillon and Mike Lindell. And Rona is refusing to uh, debate. And I want to say the date. I got to look it up. I think it's the 27th. Uh, So I've started, like, on my online social media, like, I think that's disqualifying. If you're not going to debate for a job, you don't get the job. Personally, I think she should be replaced because of a a track record of failure. Uh, I like Harmeet. I love Mike Lindell. I think either one of them would be great. Uh, But uh, the fact that Rona is not even going to debate, I think, should be disqualifying. So I would encourage you to uh, to make your voice heard on social media. Thank you very much. That's the new thing is is not debating. Uh, You know, I I saw some disturbing things from Harmeet, and I, I initially liked her. But I think if you if you elect somebody that's beholden to the donor class, you're going to get the same old thing. It might be a little different, but she came out this weekend uh, thrilled that the uh, billionaire CEO, uh, creator and founder of Home Depot, now supports her. So that's like that's pretty tone deaf to me. Uh, at any rate, you can go to her website hireharmeet.com, and you can contact. You each state has three. RNC members that are going to be voting. They're collectively called the 168. If you go to hireharmeet.com, you can find your state and you'll see the three members of your state. They try to keep these people's identity anonymous. I couldn't find them on my own until she published that on her website. And I even contacted my state GOP and they never returned my email when I asked them for POC information. So understand, like I said earlier, uh, we could really use a second party in this country. Yep. I li- and I like that because when you said it, I, I started thinking, I was like, well, we do have a se- Oh. No, we don't. Okay, I got you. I got Thank you. Thank you, Sundance. <laughs> we hey, got that, I attribute stuff, man. I'm not sitting here being some people I know yeah. up there yeah. hearing something and saying it like it's theirs. <laughs> I think we got 20 people in the second party. Yeah, that's true. Like we found 20 of them. Like that's good. But we got to watch these you got ladies and gentlemen, if you don't do anything else, watch these fights. Yeah. Watch this debt ceiling fight, watch Amnesty. You've already seen John Cornyn, the second most uh ranking Republican senator from Texas, initiated legislation on gun control. John Cornyn, Texas, gun control. <laughs> 
Think about it. Crazy. Think about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Um, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have a we'll, we'll try it again tomorrow. But um, thank you for all the people that um, uh, asked to speak and um, keep on watching the news. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.